0: Neighbor complains my free power washing isn't good enough and ends up ruining a 25-year friendship. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. First, the background. My husband and I moved in with his grandparents during COVID when I lost both my jobs and my husband's work contract ended. It worked out well. They're in their 70s, we're in our late 20s, and we jumped in with helping them around the house, picking up groceries since they were high risk, yard work, and long overdue deep cleaning. They let us bring our dog and both our cats. Wonderful, amazing people. While we were looking for jobs, we still helped with bills, and now that we're both working again and looking to buy a house things are still wonderful amongst us now during lockdown we ran errands for them and a lot of their friends mostly neighbors also seniors and high risk never took payment for gas or any extras we only accepted money for groceries because we couldn't afford 10 families groceries on our savings one of these families lived about 15 minutes away and were grandparents old neighbors of 20 plus years they'd remained friends throughout the last seven years or so of not being next door, and often talked on the phone or saw each other. We'll call them Karen and Bob. Karen and Bob seemed pretty normal. Always grateful when we drop off groceries, even understanding when the stores were out of certain things or specific brands. Bob doesn't really do or say much. This problem actually started a month ago, when grandparents decided they wanted the driveway and sidewalks pressure washed. Papa showed me how to use it and I fell in love with it. It's nothing fancy, just a basic model pressure washer. But it was so satisfying. It took me two days to finish the driveway, and I offered to do it for a lot of neighbors Neighbors too that I would met and made friends with when I dropped off groceries I was only working one job had a lot of free time and it made me feel needed most of the time they'd bring me out a snack and drink and we'd chat when I took a break from the Florida heat it was great enter Karen and Bob Karen and Bob were scheduled to come over for dinner I was finishing up a house a few doors down the street when I saw their car coming and waved I finished up the job and rolled the washer back home I showered and we were all having dinner when Karen asked why I'd been working down the street. I basically told them I just liked doing it. I thought nothing of it when she remarked that their driveway could use a good washing. I agreed to do it on my days off over the course of a week or two, but I sleep in so I'd get a late morning start. She said that was fine. Next day, 8am, I'm at work. When Karen calls. Where are you? I'm at work. Is everything okay? I thought you were going to wash our driveway. I am. I'm off in two days and I'll get started on it then. Oh, okay. I guess that's fine. I hang up, mildly confused. Two days later at 8am, another call. Where are you? In bed. I worked till 2am last night. My alarm is set for 10. I'll be there by 11. You said you'd wash the driveway today. And I will. I'll be there around 11. Oh, well, I was hoping you'd get started early. I can do 10, but I'm going back to sleep now. Fine. So I get up earlier, eat, and haul the washer up a ramp into the truck and head off to Karen and Bob's house. Now, Karen and Bob have a huge driveway, one of those upside-down U half-loop ones, that's double-wide for two cars, and it's long. I'm there for about three hours. It's about 97 degrees outside and climbing, 100% humidity, and I go through my water bottle. So I turn off the washer and knock on the door and ask to fill my water bottle you didn't bring water i start laughing because it's florida and i think she's joking no i did it's just really hot out and i'm out can i fill it up with some ice water karen's visibly irritated i guess weird but i go back out and work another couple hours i'm probably about a third of the way done when i call it a day i'm hot I'm tired, my left hand hurts from clenching the trigger, she's being weird about water, and I'm hungry. So I go and unhook the hose and start loading the washer up when she comes out. Where are you going? Home. I'll be back in a couple days when I have my next day off. No, you need to finish. I'm sorry, what? You need to finish my driveway. I will, I just can't finish it today. It'll take me another 10 hours or so to finish. Karen makes a fuss, but I'm I'm adamant that I'm leaving. I need to eat, rehydrate, and the washer's almost out of gas anyway. Keep in mind, I'm not a professional. I'm not a company. I don't have employees or a partner in the business. I don't even have an industrial strength machine. I'm just some bored girl with a small washer that thinks it's fun and doesn't mind helping people. I should have stayed gone. I got a voicemail at work the next day saying how Karen and Bob are both unhappy that their driveway looks half finished. Then the next day, Karen calls and texts me multiple times, which I ignore her other than to say I'm at work, can't talk and I'll be there tomorrow. My phone starts ringing the next day at 730 with, are you coming at 8? Please be here by 8am. Don't forget water. I call back. Hey, Karen. There's a thunderstorm right now that's supposed to last most of the day. If it clears up, I'll come over for a while, but I'm not doing it in thunder and lightning. You promised you'd come today. The driveway looks awful. I'm sorry, but it's not safe to be out there with a pressure washer and a thunderstorm. I expect you to be here tomorrow then. At eight. I work tomorrow, I can come the day after. Karen then has the bright idea that I call off work because she hired me to do her driveway and I haven't finished it yet. I say no, I'll be there in two days. Cue two more days of passive aggressive voicemails and messages, but I show up with a cooler of ice water and food, work another five or so hours with her peering through her windows at me anytime I turn the washer off. No friendly chit chat, no drinks or snacks offered, Not that I expected it, but still. The only talking we did was when I took a break to eat lunch. She opened her door long enough to ask what I was doing and if I could not sit on her porch steps. It was the only shaded place to sit, so I sat on my tailgate in the sun and scarfed down my lunch. I packed up that day with about four more hours of washing to do. Again, huge freaking driveway versus tiny little washer. I get home exhausted, and grandparents ask if I have a second to chat after my shower. Apparently Karen and Bob had called them multiple times saying I was being lazy and just sitting around her house and she just wanted me to finish her driveway and leave. It wasn't like me to just sit around ever, especially in someone else's home. So they asked what was going on and I told them about the job I was doing. It took me almost a week to get back over there. I received constant texts and calls about how I was slacking, about how I was a person for saying I help poor old people then leaving them to finish such a laboring task i finished the driveway in one shot didn't speak a word to karen and only spoke to bob to tell him i was finished and return his garden hose they never even said thank you i went home happy to be done Chalk it up to a lesson learned and just avoid Karen and Bob when they come over. We're moving out soon anyway. Bob and Papa were really good friends and Mimi and Karen were really good friends. Who cares if they didn't like me? Well, remember how I said grandparents are just super amazing people? They cared. They cared a lot that I was giving up my days off, coming home exhausted, being used and lied about. So one day, they were going to have lunch at Karen and Bob's house when Karen met them out front and lamented on her driveway being full of brown spots that I had missed and she demanded they make me come back and fix it and how I hadn't pressure washed the porch or the steps or the house. They kept going on about how it just looked horrible to have a half-clean driveway and dirty porch and house. Papa knows I pride myself on my work, paid or not. I'm OCD with the washer. That's why I like it so much. So he asked her to see the spots I'd missed and she starts pointing out brown rocks, brown rocks in the concrete of her driveway. She really thought that pressure washing the rocks would make them match the concrete, and clearly I was too lazy to do it right. I didn't get the exact words from grandparents, but Karen had a meltdown about my husband and I being leeches on them, which landed them in an argument that ended both friendships, lunch being cancelled, and the end of the story. Or so I thought. This was all a month ago, but I'm writing this now because Karen and Bob have both reached out to me and grandparents, not to patch things up, or apologize, or even say thank you. They want us to pay them because they're Water bill went up because I used their water hose to run the pressure washer. The only response they got was a written out receipt from me for my hourly rate, times the number of hours I was there for the driveway and had spent picking up their groceries and running errands, a rental fee for the washer per day, the total of gas I'd spent running the pressure washer, and from the beginning of my grocery and errand runs from them to the last day I was there, with a note at the bottom I'll pay up when you do. Why are you going to look a gift horse in the mouth? You have someone that's willing to put in hours on cleaning your driveway for free. And you're going to complain? Some people just don't know how to accept a favor. They in no way... Hired you. You're doing this out of the goodness of your heart. They can't be expecting you to take time off work to come do this, or for such a large project to be done quickly. Like you said, you're one person with a tiny washer, not a professional company. It's gonna take some time. And given how long it took just to do the driveway, do they really wanna follow through with the porch and the rest of the house? I know our original poster definitely won't want to, considering they can't go a single day without being harassed harassed by these people, unfortunately sometimes when you're being too nice, people take advantage. This was one of those times. You can submit your own stories to be featured here on the channel. The story submission link is in the description below. And don't forget to subscribe. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Trashy tenants trying to sneakily move out of parents' property in the middle of the night. Some tenants that were on the trashy side had been living at parents' property for a while after a cash windfall they decided it was time to move out fine whatever they start complaining and being late on rent, talking about molds and taking us to court they never even showed up to court this elongates the process so they basically end up living in our house for free while taking us to court for poor living conditions a few months go by until they have to go to court one of them shows up crying that their baby is dying because of the mold the judge goes in Honor, saying you've been living there rent free for over six months if your baby is sick why don't you leave and we also had a mold guy come in to inspect the house and he basically said it's not mold that's giving your kid breathing problems it's your cigarette smoke the case gets thrown out and they gotta pay back a lot of rent literally that night they get a u-haul and leave town i followed their every move on instagram knowing they were gonna eventually slip up A few weeks go by and they start posting pics of their new house and such. Eventually, they put a location on one of their pics. Bad move, honey. Bless your heart. Got on Google Earth, found the street, found the actual house by matching the red door to one of their pics, and sent it to the lawyer. Those jerks got served, and the guy had to sell his vintage car to pay us back. There are people that will just do this on a loop and just try and rip people off getting months of rent free at a time and then just up and leaving and going to the next place. I really don't know how this is something that they can keep getting away with. Typically, you have to do a background or credit check when you're applying for a new place, but somehow they managed to keep pulling this scam off. Luckily for our original poster, they managed to track them down this time, but a lot of the time, the landlord isn't so lucky. Parents insist I tutor their child in person and knowingly expose me to COVID. I'm a tutor. Most of my work has remained virtual even after the pandemic lifts for the sake of client's convenience. However, some parents preferred to return to in-person. Once I was fully vaccinated, I'm quite a bit older so I was towards the front of the line, I was perfectly happy to return to in-person sessions with those who preferred them. I work with one family who can be a bit prickly regarding public health measures. They wouldn't have the their son do virtual sessions with me, certain that he wasn't learning anything, and pressured me quite hard, although unsuccessfully, to return to in-person before a vaccine was available. They're otherwise fine though, though their son wouldn't need tutoring at all had his parents not rammed him into a gifted program he really isn't suited for. But anyways, the first few sessions back were all fine and good, but then one day I went in and noticed the father of the family had a pretty severe cough. We'll be right back. The cat sat on the I asked if all was well and he insisted it was fine and I should come in. Even tried to shake my hand with his cough despite all we knew. Well whatever. I was in a separate room with the son, so I figured it was fine enough. I wouldn't be there all too long. I opened a window, so the kid and I were working away, but I kept hearing this guy really going at it coughing, and I was pretty uncomfortable. I offered virtual sessions for precisely this reason, and I even specifically had clients sign saying they will reschedule if they or their clients are exhibiting signs of illness. I had that even before the pandemic. When my student mentioned his dad had returned from a trip to see a big game about two weeks ago, I was done. I excused myself early and made up some bogus excuse about a burst pipe at home. I didn't want to have the confrontation about the real reason in front of the student. I headed back and planned to schedule a call with the parents. Since a matter as sensitive as, do this again and our professional relationship is over, didn't seem appropriate for email. The call went about how you'd expect. They were all... to live your life in fear, go ahead. But we're not paying for the session you walked out on, and so forth. About a week and a half after that initial encounter, a health department worker contacted me to inform me I had been exposed to COVID-19. They couldn't tell me who, but I'm absolutely sure it was this guy. The worst part is to trigger a contact trace in our state, you have to have tested positive. So he knew he had it and exposed me and chose not to call, leaving who knows how many days for me to infect my loved ones and other clients while he just sat around. Thankfully, because I was fully vaccinated, I was spared. If he hadn't felt entitled to in person sessions while sick, I wouldn't have had the tremendous scare. But I'm just grateful I didn't catch it. I terminated our business relationship in writing, and their response was You're discriminating against us for our beliefs. What? Our son doesn't deserve an education as much as the scientists? We'll find a better teacher than you for less money. And so on. Much of the email was not spelled or Formatted correctly, so that should tell you something about these jerks. Oh, guys, I hate talking about the COVID stuff. I think I've said it before that I was working in retail during the time of COVID and it was just chaos. The amount of misinformation going around and all that crap just you end up getting people like this. Everyone thinks that they're entitled to their beliefs and I'm sorry but that's not always the case. I promise you it was a serious situation. The whole world was responding that way for a reason but no. You saw a random YouTube video from a conspiracy theory guy and think that you all of a sudden know everything that we don't. Come on. Regardless of what you believe or not, isn't it better to be safe than sorry? I never understood the mentality rental company tried to scam me for an extra day on the car after I returned it the way they told me to, so I refused to give the car back until our issue was settled. I rented a car for five weeks while my car was being repaired from a car accident. The rental company had a couple great policies. No cleaning fee, no matter how gross the car was, and unlimited miles. Ideal for me. I live in the country, and going anywhere is a drive. When my car was Finally scheduled to be finished on a Monday evening, I called the rental car company on Sunday. I asked about the return details. They said return time would be 5.30pm Monday, but I could just leave it at the shop and leave the keys in the shop's drop box. I said sure, and next night I went, got my car, left the keys in the box. I got in my car and the check engine light is on. Ugh. Staff says come back tomorrow and we'll fix it. I go home, thinking I'll be sitting at the shop all Tuesday, because I don't have another ride. Tuesday morning, I wake up at 7 a.m. to the car rental company very angry and saying that they can't get into the Dropbox and the shop doesn't open till 9. I tell them I just did what they said to do. They told me that they would be charging me an extra day. At that, I'm furious. I leave my house later and arrive at the shop at 8.50. Car rental guys aren't there. I sit around and the shop opens. I grab the rental keys and give them my car. Right on time, rental car guy appears. They demand the keys and I ask if I'm still getting charged for an extra day. One guy's inspecting the car while the other confirms that yes, I am getting charged an extra day. The guy who's inspecting it comes over and says the car looks good. It should be ready to rent out immediately. I had cleaned it the day before because I didn't want to be a jerk. Well, I refuse to give him the keys. Since I'm getting charged an extra day, that means it's my car until 5.30 today, right? At that... He gets nervous. Says they need the car back. I'll give you the keys now if you don't charge me an extra day. But if I'm charged an extra day, I'm using it. He refuses to bend, so I leave. At this point, I'm petty and angry. So I go straight home. I own a farm, and it's been raining like mad lately. I get to work. By the time 10am rolls around, the car is covered in mud. Like, this black car looks painted brown. I I didn't trash the inside because i'm not that petty i hop in the car and drive to the rental place i'm pretty covered in mud at this point i'd put trash bags on the front seat to limit it i walked into the rental place looking like i fell into a mud pit the guy who refused to cancel the charge looks horrified i tell them this car is great for mudding i'm gonna go mudding for the rest of the day just swinging by to ask where to put the keys at 5 30 i'm all smiles and dripping sweetness i watched the life leave him. His shoulders slump and he says if I return the car now they'll cancel the charge because they need to rent out the car. I give him the keys and take an uber to the shop where my car is ready. No cleaning fee and no extra day charge. Ha! I mean, I'm kind of with our original poster. If you're charging me for an extra day, I get it for that extra day. You can't just make the charge and then not allow me to have the car. Otherwise you're charging me for an extra hour or whatever it's going to be. Honestly, they're just being petty at that point. So a little pettiness in return is perfectly acceptable as far as I'm concerned. You tried to be nice and civil about it. They didn't seem to care about making your life more difficult. So. Might as well have a little fun in the process. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.